Blog Talk Radio. Six men. Radio. 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 Just before this honor, loyalty lives. As I enter industry with thoughts so lucrative, I would self-destruct before I become captive. They wouldn't let me in, now I'ma take that initiative. To stand firm and make my own pivot. Yeah, I knew a few people with similar thoughts like these, and together we make the illustrious DVD. We'll fight into the end, giving up is not an option. Things will never be the same if you ain't with it. Get the walking no and I'm feeling Keep it as a reminder, forever stay Lord, never dishonor. Games didn't work, must find something to keep on falling. You're part of the solution, and you're part of the problem. So we looking for something different, cause we done heard the calling. Promise now, no longer can I stand anymore. Stolen and then you possess the consciousness to open closed doors. Tell yourself it's no older Good evening, and welcome to What Race, formerly called The Race. I'm your host. My name is Colby, and I'm here with my co-host, Rome. This is, yes, yes, this is Rome. Welcome to another exciting evening. You sound so calm over there. Yes, yes. Coming in like you should be, I don't know, DJing like some kind of jazz station instead of... Like what race? <laughs> like hello. <laughs> I well, will you know, you just try, music. I'm trying to change it up a little bit and um, have a smoother tone. Very nice. I like it. it uh, well, I like it, but I don't know. Just don't put me to sleep. You then you'll be, be doing this on your own. <laughs> uh, that that'll be fun, actually. <laughs> Um, As you guys know, uh, if you were tuned into last week's show, the topic for the day is uh, long-distance relationships. Yes, and so we want to know the good, the bad, and the ugly. Give us your stories. I really would rather not hear the bad and the ugly, but that's okay. That's the best part. For some people. Um, But yeah, uh, what brought up the topic is I, I mean, I know Rome's been in them, I've been in them before, and I'm back in one, a long-distance relationship, we just kind of want to revisit the topic that I feel like everyone visits at some point. Can it actually happen? Can it last? Does it have to be, like, a short-term thing for it to last, or can it be like, oh, I don't know when we're going to get to see each other again, that kind of thing for it to last. It's kind of a sucky subject, but I feel like, you know, if we get some good stories, some happy stories, some, hey, we made it stories, if there are any out there, then um, it won't be so sappy and so bad. We also have a bunch of great news, and it takes a lot for me to say a bunch. Um, We've got our, okay, well, it doesn't sound like that much, I guess, but it took a lot of work, okay? 
So we've got our website up, finally. Yay! It took Yay. forever. Ooh. I met you. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty stoked. Like I said, that took way too much effort. That yes, thank there you. you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, I'm tech-tarded, as I like to call it. So. It took the word. But we got there. Yeah. Um, so check it out. The website is whatrace.wordpress.com. You can go on there. You can follow us on Facebook from there. You can see what we're tweeting about on there. You can see all of our shows on there. You can see a lot of junk on there. And um, I was actually thinking, Rome and I were talking earlier today, I was actually thinking about mentioning to you, Rome, that maybe since you like to incorporate this whole paleo thing that we're doing, um, maybe we could throw some recipes on there or some good sites or links or anything. If anybody's interested in that, hit us up. Um, use the hashtag, mention us. Hit us up through the website, the Facebook, whatever. Just let us know if you are right. interested. On the website, in you can also um, comment on you know each individual show. Um, you know, give us either. It's it's a, it's a slight Facebook, but we can, we're allowed, we can expand on you know what we're doing here. So check and it we out. We can have conversations about you... that too. Exactly. And as I was saying, if you want us to maybe add a page with paleo stuff on there, if you're interested, let us know and we can do that. Uh, you might be wondering how we got to what race, because that's kind of a weird, random change up. Turns out everybody and their mom likes to talk about the race, whatever race that is, um, which is what we were formerly known as. And we decided we wanted to be a little different. And we were wondering what race is everybody talking about. When we, when we initially started the race, we were talking about kind of the general human race, even though there's differences between races individually and the race that everybody's trying to get somewhere, everybody's trying to do something. So that's the race that we were talking about. But seeing as everyone wants to talk about the race and they're talking about all kinds of races, we're going to say we are what race from now on, and we're sticking with it. Um, so when people ask you, you know, what are you doing? I'm listening to what race, and feel free to explain what that is. <laughs> Thanks. I don't feel like it did, but thanks. Um, if at any point you want to call in and join the conversation, the phone number to call is 646-478-3599. And as always, you can see, now I'm trying to be calm. Why'd you do that? <laughs> You're welcome. As always, you can mention us or use the hashtag WhatRace to uh, get your thoughts out there if you don't want to call in and get on the air, which some people are nervous about, because I understand. Anyway, so that was a fun, I don't know, like seven minutes of me blabbering. Right. I have some interesting news. Uh, What's new with me? I will tell you. Yeah. I broke down, and uh, after careful thought, I... Found out on Instagram. (laughs) Yes, I I, I got on Instagram. (laughs) So, I actually took uh, I went for go for a walk. Yeah, I went for a walk, and I took my first Instagram picture. So, I guess we could also 
Um, add that up there as well onto the onto the website. Site. Yeah. We, we can do, do that cool. as well. something interesting because I've got it because I see a lot of interesting things um, throughout my week um, as far as like scooters with, tra- with uh, training wheels on them. Weird individuals partaking in right. usually disgusting uh, activities, so on and so forth. So I was like, you know what? It's about time, and I can share it with the world. So, yeah. I'm proud of you for I'm finally crossing that bridge and getting to that point with your life. Uh-huh. I know it took a lot. It was, it was difficult for you, I understand. It was tough. It was, it was very difficult. See, I may or may not connect. I may or may not connect my Instagram to the website. See, there are a couple like bikini pictures on there, and I just I don't want to steal everybody from your page, so I'll just keep it off there. You You do that. Your benefit. Thank you. You're too kind. No problem. No problem. So, what interesting stories do you have for us this week? You know, actually, this week, it was a lot more difficult for me to find stuff. Because normally I find stuff throughout the week, write it down, you know, come back to it later once, you know, we're doing the show. Mm -hmm. But there wasn't that much that really went on that was, you know, out of the ordinary. I mean, aside from what happened in, uh, I guess, my old town of the Lama, but... (laughs) Wait, say that again? You didn't. Well, okay. This will be the first story of the night then. The llama. Did you just that, say the uh, llama? Dang it! Yeah. Still in my story. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you do it to me all the time. You know, you talk about stories and stuff that's in my city. So I'm gonna talk about stuff that's in your city. So, Fine. Yes, you're you're welcome. Uh-huh. So, in Tallahassee, <laughs> the greater Capital, Florida. A llama by the name of Scooter busted out of his pen and started touring Tallahassee. The llama was six, is six feet tall, seven years old, and weighs roughly 300 pounds. And the owner, I don't even want to try to pronounce his name, um, Jewiski, um, noticed no, that's not him. It was somebody else. Anyway, the owner, uh, on Saturday morning, noticed that the llama was gone, and the llama was jumping fences and just, you know, having a good old stroll through <laughs> Tallahassee. It took um, three uh, county sheriff deputies to finally subdue him via taser gun, and it took six deputies to put Scooter into the trailer to where she could be returned back to his owner. And which is inter- what's interesting enough is llamas are considered a domesticated species, so they don't need a permit. You don't need a permit to have one, which is very interesting. I didn't know that. Right. And the reason why they had to use taser versus you know getting the owner and you know have him try to get the llama under control because llamas are do not respond to human 
voices. So you could say, hey, you know, do this, do that, you know, shout and scream all you want to. So I'm just like, going to look at you, possibly spit at you, and keep it moving. So I have an actual correlated story about a kangaroo, if you'd like to take that. Boy. I don't know the kangaroo story. You don't know the kangaroos? Well, okay, I'll go on and continue then. <laughs> the one <laughs> time you bank on me stealing your story. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> apparently, llama's not the only exotic animal that's in Florida this time of the year. Uh, a 200-pound male kangaroo was captured um, after a 10-hour chase in La Cucci, La Cucci Florida. On Sunday. L A C O O C H E E. Oh, Lacucci. Oh. Yeah. We've got some Indian names in Florida. We we don't make this stuff up. Like there's some right. strange names. He's not saying <laughs> like somebody's crotch. Yeah, I, I was like, Seriously, no, it's not that. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's what it is. Now, with even interesting about this is that you actually need a permit to have a kangaroo, but you don't need a permit to have a llama. So, um, I mean, where I grew up in my hometown of Christmas, Florida, um, we had a a couple llamas in our neighborhood. Really? Yeah. See, I don't even understand the purpose of having a llama. I don't either. I mean, let's be perfectly honest. Weird. You become the talk of the town. Maybe that's why. Oh man, yeah. Oh, you got a dog? That's nice. That's nice. Uh, that's cute. I have a llama. I have two llamas. Yeah, exactly. Please <laughs> don't. Ridiculous. And I think I have one well, more animal story somewhere. No, I'm cutting you off. There was um. You have and a I actually. Thanks. I. Never really looked to mainstream news sources for the kind of stuff that I share on here just because it usually gets looked over by them. However, Associated Press posted a picture this afternoon, actually like right before we came on the air, of this dog who basically her um, whole top jaw and like her most of her snout was, um, I guess, broken. It was basically messed up um, when she saved two kids in the Philippines. And um, so she had surgery and everything. She's German Shepherd. She had surgery and everything. And now she kind of looks like Yoda. I'm not going to lie. Like, okay, not kind of. She looks like Yoda. And... I mean, it's cool she she saved the kids, and I'm really trying not to pick on her. Like, she's an awesome dog. But I'm like, girl, you're her face. <laughs> rough. So, um, feel as free much to you're not trying to pick on dogs or animals, you're going to pick on a hero. Yeah. Yeah, I did You're an awful person. Terrible yeah. person. That's all right. Um, look up a picture, though. It's a really cool little story if you look into it. Um, Kabang is her name, K-A-B-A-N-G. I'm sure 
she'll come up if you Google that. But and Google image search that because you'll be. You know what? As our first act of the new website, we should put that picture up. I agree. All right, look for it on our website. We will post it. We'll actually post the link and the picture and everything. Some interesting stuff. Um, another dog-related story that I've got. Okay, so you know how it's always women. It, it is. It's always women. And generally, I think, like, Beverly Hills, like, I think California, that kind of thing. And the girl with the chihuahua in her purse and everything. And driving down the road and the dog gets in, in her lap. You know what I'm talking about, right? Like, mm-hmm. that image can come to anybody's mind pretty easily. Well, in Oregon, Beaverton, Beaverton Oregon, a woman was fined $160. She was given, like, a traffic ticket for that exact thing. She had her carrier named Barney on her lap. She was pulled over and told that it was unsafe to have the dog in her lap. And she slapped her with a $160 ticket. And wow. she was going to fight it. Yep. I will fight it, too. I mean, ridiculous. I would agree with that on one hand, but yeah, it's a little ridiculous. Like, 160 bucks is a lot of freaking money. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, I can see how that's really distracting and everything. So, I, I don't mean, know, I but like, see, what... I can see how distracted and distracting, but I mean, it's not a big dog, so... Right. And considering what... Everything else people do when they drive, like eat, put on makeup, um, texting, depending on what state you're in, if it's legal or not still. You know, having a dog sit in your lap is not as distracting as you may think it is. Especially, you could drive yeah. with one hand. But. That's true. I mean, but from there, I kind of got to looking at it and... um Actually, you know how I said California first came to mind? They have voted to approve a, bi- a bill that would ban motorists from driving with their pets on their laps. So basically ban the same thing. They're basically arguing that it's a safety measure. Um, I mean, it's been mocked and kind of joked about around, I would say around town, but around the state and probably other states too. But... Yeah, basically the general consensus is that, yeah, it's unsafe and it should be stopped if people see it. And they um, would impose fines between 35 and $150. Wow. Hmm. Yep. So don't drive with a dog in your lap in California. Because you'll get in trouble. <laughs> exactly. Big trouble. I found the story I was trying to tell you about. You like snakes? Oh, okay. What? Do you like snakes? Eh. Mm-hmm. I'm not well, in love with them, but they're... Ago, remember a while ago, they were, you know, pretty much um, cut and loose. Anybody that wanted to go out and kill, you know, the pythons that are taking over Florida? Okay. Vaguely. Well, this guy, 
um, that has donned the name Python Dundee pulled an 18-foot Burmese python out of a roadside bush and wrestled it for 10 minutes before cutting its head off with a knife. What? Was this in Florida? You know it was. Miami, Florida. Oh, my gosh. Eh. And That's just too big. Know, like 18 feet, yes. 18 feet, 128 pounds. And it's the biggest Burmese python ever caught in Florida, beating the previous record by more than a foot. Okay. And I find this interesting because I walk a lot, and I've I've walked past, like, brush areas and bushes and trees and all this stuff. So on occasion, I'll see deer. I saw a wild boar. Pretty sure I saw an alligator one time. Not too sure to see turtles, see little baby snakes, you know, birds and such. But it's just ridiculous. Like that could have been, you know, crawling next to, you know, whatever sidewalk someone's walking through. So it's oh, it's crazy. It's really crazy. Eighteen feet. That's a lot. Like how did they get? I mean, how big? I guess that's something we need to look up. How big are they supposed to get? That they just like they keep growing crazy. until they die. They're like um, anacondas, I think. They just keep growing until somebody pulls it out of a bush so and long. kills it. Hell no. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. On that note, let's go to a music break, <laughs> and um, we'll be back after this. Show it up for us. Let it go, so you'll 
Tell them to go on eviction. This one, yeah, it's had a bug gal edition. See them gal that contradiction. And say them sitting tight, I bear fiction. The wall of them a be it. Body smoking, cigarette, shit nice, cigarette. Get them the rollerblades, tell them to ski it. Stay out doing them, Jamaican tip. All I do is sign moves and be taking pics. Got the new bins, the color of a bathing pit. Got a spot in every state, Dalmatian bitch. And it's young money, old money, real good money. Ain't do a feature that wasn't on Billboard, honey. No Kingston, Remo, Waterhouse, Jungle, Barbie, man, I've no girl in a
the music up a little louder. Yeah. You had a lot of crooks trying to steal your heart. Never really had luck, couldn't ever figure out.
Welcome back. You're listening to What Race on Six Man Radio. I hope you enjoyed that music break, although that last song was really slow. I'm starting to remember why you don't hear it anymore. Kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> you say so? Coming back, though. This is Roman. Uh, as you would have guessed, uh, my oh, uh, other person that's on the line is other person. Kobe. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Want to go ahead and kick things off with the topic of discussion for the day. You know, we like to you know give you a moment to try to gather your thoughts on what you want to talk about. Um, and so, if you guys are just tuning in, the topic of the day is. Long distance relationships, and so I'll go on and lead off with my two cents on it, since I was already giving credit for being in long distance relationships before, courtesy of mm-hmm. the other person, Kofi. His host. The the host. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, for now. Um. So long distance relationships. You know. Generally speaking, you don't start off in a long-distance relationship. Now, times have changed. They've changed the sense that, you know, you have the whole Monte Teo incident as far as also with, um, what's that show called on TV when they, um... Catfish. Oh, Catfish. Catfish, yeah. Where people do internet, online dating and such, you know, Pretty lengthy relationships, even though they've never seen the person, you know, face to face. So, my whole ordeal upon the topic is um, having been in several long distance relationships, I feel that they can work if they're only temporary. And I say this because, you know, you can be with somebody and, you know, whatever, start off a relationship. So um, this is coming off the sense that you eventually you started the relationship when you two were together, not online or, you know, across these already. So, you know, you, you've built a connection, you've built a bond together, and you want to make, you want to stay with the person, even though whatever circumstance that has, that creates distance, physical distance between the two individuals. And I so, say, as long as, hmm? go ahead. I say it's temporary because, realistically speaking, all right, coming from a guy standpoint, females outnumber guys at least two to one on this planet, and not to say mm-hmm. that a guy is going to go looking for somebody else, but, you know, you never know who's going to cross your path. And it it kind of goes to the same for girls. So, you know, girls, females typically get hit on a lot more frequently than guys do, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, you could be, you know, in, if you're at, at a distance, you know, or when you're together, you know, you guys are doing your individual uh, Aaron running. You run into somebody that you find attractive and you're like, oh, hey, you know, how you doing, whatever the case is, whatever. And you move on. Now, you keep seeing that person, but you know what? You're like, hey, you know, I have somebody already, so 
they're right there, and you can go home or, you know, go over to that person's place and be like, hey, I see you. I remember why I chose to be with you, blah, blah, blah. When that distance is created, it is a lot more difficult to keep that um, bond intact. When you see somebody else, you're like, oh, they're, they're good looking. Especially if you see them on a consistent basis. Like if you go to the gym, if you go to a park, or you know you go on a run, or whatever the case is, you see them consistently. You start, hey, how you doing? You know, I see you over all the time. You know, school. You know, hey, I, you know, have a conversation. They turn out to be a nice person. You know, you build a friendship, and that's where it all starts. I'm not saying you can't go out and make friends, but you know, it's a lot. It's a lot more difficult to you know interact with other people with your person so far away because you can't tell them. Hey, what's this person? You know, check out where I met today. Or, you know, you, you, things get blurry in the relationship. Especially, oh, especially if you're going through one of the rough patches. So, I suppose, what do you have to say uh, about Um, I think, I agree. I think they can work only if it's for a short amount of time or, you know, when the definite end is. Um, right. Otherwise, it seems, I mean, you get to where it just feels hopeless if you're really right. into them or you just find reasons to not be into them. Um, luckily, in my situation, there is an end in sight. But, um, I mean, you gotta, the other part of it, too, is y'all gotta be on the same page. I mean, I've this is true. before been in long distance. Um, relationships, if you want to call it that, and I thought that we were on the same page, and we weren't, and in the end, you know, I understood why it didn't happen, but I was like, and you know, in the moment, you're like, what the hell, like, I thought we had something going on, and da 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 but I mean, without knowing 100%, and like, actually Speaking whoever you're with, it's not gonna make that. It's not gonna work because you're not gonna be on the same page. Like y'all gotta. <laughs> I'm learning that I don't exactly explain things the way that people think them. Like, I guess my form of communication is way different than other people's. Um, like I'll be having conversation, and, and this has happened literally twice today. Um, and it happens all the time with my boyfriend. I will say something, and they will say something else. And I think they're, the, they're saying the same thing, but they won't, like, verify that they're saying the same thing as me, so I get pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to make sure that you're communicating in the same – you're basically speaking the same language. That way you know, you know, everyone's on the same page. This is where it's going or this is where it's not going. And Right, and that. that's another important factor, you know, to making them work is you no know, communication. And right. I say that because, you know, when you're in two different places, or I'll start off like this. When you're in the same spot and, you know, life happens, say, for instance, you're you're coming home from work. You normally are at, at the house by 6 o'clock, but, you know, traffic, there's an accident, you know, whatever the case is. So you're getting home around like 7 or 8. You know, you can explain, hey, you know, uh, traffic is crazy. Yeah, no, I saw them news, blah, 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 cool. 
But at a distance, like, hey, you know, because when you're at a distance, you generally set up a, 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 a certain time of the day to communicate back and forth with one another. So it gets it, it, it's frustrating and, you know, it can be um, have a negative impact on the relationship and strain the relationship if when those things come up and they're not there to understand what happened. Like, mm-hmm. Right. So you're late. What were you doing? And I was stuck in traffic. Mm-hmm. That's what you always say. For four hours? Well, yeah. <laughs> highly. I doubt that. Like, and that's the other part. Is, <laughs> it, Another part of any relationship. The other part is in any relationship. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> let me get that. Uh-oh. Somebody's getting fired <laughs> up. Let's go. <laughs> um, in anything, like, you have to have trust, and that's, you know, where way too many issues come up in today, like, in relationships today is someone, and I'll admit it, it's usually not the woman. Like, you know what, sometimes it is men. Y'all got to trust each other. Somebody then trust the other person, and you start snooping through phones, you start just snooping through Facebook, you start watching who's talking to who on Twitter. Like, come on, it's freaking Twitter. Like, that's my alter ego. Chill out. Yeah. I mean, y'all got to... I was doing this beforehand when when you were here, and now that I'm still doing the same thing, the only difference is you're not actually physically here, calm down. Exactly. I mean, unless otherwise stay there where he's like, oh, by the way, uh, I'm seeing somebody else now. And then you have all, you know, I mean, for, I don't know, like an hour, you've got all the right to be pissed off and do your super cyber chick investigation, but... Y'all need to chill out with that. You got to at least have a reason. I right. Think. A legitimate reason. I mean, like you said, one of the key element, another key element outside from communication is, like you said, trust. You know, and you have to know who you're in a relationship with. And you have to know their habits and tendencies, and you know. <laughs> I say, I could say this because I get in trouble a lot. Not like anything crazy, like going to jail and all that jazz. But With in women? the past, in my relationship, yeah, to females, I tend to get in trouble a lot. I have a smart mouth, so about ninety-five percent of the time, I do it myself. I get myself in trouble. I have no idea. But, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, a large part, another part of that is like you have to know what kind of person you're in the relationship with. If they like to go out, well, you're running the risk. If you want to have a long-distance relationship with that person, they know that you know they may find somebody else. Otherwise, if the person's a homebody, and every now and again he wants to go hang out with the guys, you know, you have to know what kind of person you can get involved with. It's not out of the ordinary. And that's one of the key things, you know. Hmm? Here's something that's kind of related to what you're saying. Know what kind of person it is. Okay, so do you think that cheater, like once a cheater, always a cheater, or no? No. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Would I like to elaborate on that? Yeah. I mean, like, why do you feel that way? Well, there's different circumstances that leave the person cheating. There's, if a person, now I do believe there are people out there that just cheat, like 
that's it. But you can't right. put everybody in that category. It's like, oh, well, if you cheated once, you're bound to do it again. And, you know, like you said, once a cheater, always a cheater. No, there's two, there's two different types of cheaters. You have the habitual cheater, which can follow that saying, once a cheater, always a cheater. And then there's that other cheater that, you know, given, like, the planets have to... Align? <laughs> That's so cliche. Oh, and he dropped. So, yeah, I get what he's saying. The planets have to align. I mean, I'll admit, like, once in high school I cheated on a guy, and it was a long-distance relationship, and I felt really crappy about it, and so I dumped him the next time that I saw him, which was a couple of weeks because it was long distance. But, I mean, that was a one-time thing. I felt really bad about it. All I did was I kissed another guy, which, I mean, that doesn't make it right. And that was that. I, I would agree with him about once a cheater, not always a cheater. It has to be right. in certain circumstances. I thought I was really cut off. Um, <laughs> what I, was I didn't saying. do that. <laughs> I know, not this time. Um, the person that falls in the other category, there's different circumstances that, you know, maybe you two are fighting and you have that person there that just happens to be the opposite gender and, you know, they're there to console you. I mean, this goes for males and females. You have that guy friend or you have that girlfriend that, you know, you just confide in and then, you know, one thing leads to another and bam, it happens. And you feel bad about it. So the people that are not all-time cheaters have a conscience. Right. Like I the said, people, that was that. You got to uh, feel bad awful, about it. Right. If you don't feel bad about it, then, you know, you fall into on what's a cheater, always a cheater. Stigma. Although I think some people, I'm, I'm kind of playing devil's advocate here, I think some people do go about their way as whatever, it's cheating, it's fine, next. Like, just kind of living their life, not really getting attached to anyone, so not having a conscience because they're just like, whatever, it's not going to work anyway. But I think once they decide to grow up and truly grow up, then it may not be once a cheater, always a cheater. Is that making sense? It, it does, but it just falls back to, you know, having a conscience. You know, or maybe they want to, you know, live like, oh, I want to be a player, you know, I want to do this, I want to do that. And, but even though they do that, they still, you know, they know what they're doing is wrong. They have that sense like, I need to go in and either give this out of my system or, you know, I can't keep doing this the whole time. I mean, time. Do, you think that, do you think that some people just need to get that out of their system? Because, you know, everyone's cases, different. I mean, I never well, really thought that different. wild, crazy hair. You know. Some people can, you know, stay the whole life being faithful to one person, and other people, you know, you hear about it all the time. So some people just like, you know, I need to get this out of my system. See, all right, I like to experiment. Oh, what is this like, you know, going around yeah. and, you know, cheating. And another thing is there's so many different definitions of cheating, it's ridiculous. <laughs> If you Wait, look what? at somebody wrong, I said there's different levels of cheating. You don't have just like, you don't have to, you know, have sex with somebody. It's they broke it down. There's emotional cheating. There's like physical attraction, attraction, 
the actual being attracted to another person that that can be categorized as cheating. There's so it depends on your definition of cheating. Also. That is true, well, and so that's another thing to make sure you're on the same page with whoever right. you're dating. Like, is this cheating? Is this cheating? Is this cheating? And that's got to be an awkward conversation, but there you go. I mean, I personally go by the whole idea of, I mean, if you got to question it, then you probably shouldn't be doing it. Exactly. But, but that's just me. So, for, long, for the most part, and I'll get, ugh. It, it's it's hard to say because, you know, there are people that make it and couples that make it, like people, that like couples that have, you know, the spouses at home and somebody's across these, you know, in the Army or somebody is, you know, actually on a work venture. So for for an extended period of time. So, you know, it's you just have to, you have to know what you're getting yourself into also. Yeah, that is, it's, I think that's what the bottom line is, definitely. Like, you got to know if it's mutually, like, if you're on the same level mutually or not. And then I'll mean, like, intelligently, I'll go, intelligently? By intelligent. Um, that works. But I also mean, what? I said that works, by intelligence. Yeah. Um, but also, like, where are you in the relationship? you got to have that talk. And it's not always, like, guys get scared by that. Oh, well, where are we? Guys are like, um, we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, like, we've been <laughs> dating for four months. We're not just friends. Don't play that game. Like, guys need to chill out a little bit and don't get, like, don't put that wall up just because we say that. I mean, it might just be gauging, like, hey, I'm going to go out of town for, like, two months over the summer, and you're going to be stuck here alone. Like, are you going to go find somebody else while I'm gone? Because right. I need to know that. I mean, I need to, need to as well. Anyway, okay, changing the subject, although feel free to call in on it. Um, we'll still talk to you about it. It's uh, it's an interesting topic that we keep talking about. Anyway, let's change it for now, though. Okay. So, speaking of relationships and everything, my boyfriend today posted a link, and he was like, I'm sorry, but this made my day. And this is on Facebook. Well, he said, I'm probably babe. So I knew I had to look at it. So I popped it up, and it was like a train wreck that you couldn't stop, stop watching. And oh, I, I really. couldn't even watch it all the way through because I was at work, which I shouldn't have been watching it at all. But... I, after, I think I got to, like, two and a half minutes, I, you know, turned it off, and I was, like, dazed and confused. I just couldn't really, I I, I was without words. You guys, everyone out there listening, look up the music video to this song that I'm about to play. I mean, it's a fun song. It's catchy, everything. Look up the video. Matter of fact, don't even look so, it up. Just go to our go to our website. And well, the link will be not there. Up there yet. Well it'll, it'll be there eventually. Um, but Right. So if you're listening after I don't know, eight thirty, nine o'clock on June third, then yeah, look at our website. But this song is um called Bubble Butt. It's by Major Laser. 
I'm telling you, go to YouTube, look up, like, the Vivo, the official um, thing. Um, I'll play the whole song, give you enough time to at least get a taste of it, and we'll come back and talk about it, because this will blow your mind when you watch it.
make you my enemy. Not playing, got the big mad me, don't like flat screen, need a 3D. Bubble butt, bubble, 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 bubble butt, bubble butt, bubble, bubble, bubble butt, bubble butt, bubble, bubble, bubble butt. Turn around, stick it out, show the world you got to Bubble butt, bubble, bubble, bubble butt, bubble butt, bubble, bubble, bubble butt, bubble butt, bubble, bubble, bubble butt. Turn around, stick it out, show the world you got to Forever. We wish forever. Hello. See my 
Thanks for that. Um, so, like, when I saw that, I was like, I couldn't be mad because I just couldn't stop watching. But I couldn't, like, uh, yeah. Well, you can't. I'm just going to go on the same subject here. Uh, to bad, but interesting at the same time. Something you probably couldn't put down. Um, Dunkin' Donuts, uh, what is it? I think they're coming out with it this upcoming Monday. I mean, it's been, it, it, it hasn't, hasn't been done already, but I guess they're making it, it mainstream now, so it's going to be official. But they're coming out with a, uh, a donut breakfast sandwich. Now, I'm sure you guys have known about uh, the burger called the Luther. You take two donuts. Um, the only thing difference between a Luther and a regular burger will be um, the buns. Instead of it being buns, it's two donuts. So Dunkin' Donuts is going to use glazed donuts in place of bread for their egg and bacon or egg and sausage sandwich. And seeing how we're on this uh, paleo diet, this is a huge no-no. <laughs> but I bet it tastes so good. <laughs> I bet it tastes I, so good. I, I, then, I, no, that's not even appetizing for me. Like, I feel like that's why America's fat right there. I hear that, and I'm like, ugh, but, I don't want it. No, no, no. You have to read the comments for it, though. Because the comments, like, this one person's like, I never realized how pointless bagels were before. Um, I like breakfast that, I like a breakfast that forces me to take a nap right after. This is delicious. It, I know this is delicious. It just looks delicious. And it, people are like, ew, gross and everything, blah, 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 whatever. It's, oh, man. You have a sweet, you have a breakfast, all in one. Oh, That's why America's fat, right there. That's why America can be fat. Because <laughs> we eat good food. <laughs> well, bad food, but still. What? Okay, I'm sorry. I was about to go on about a story. I don't even remember. Oh, about this guy that took a truck for a test drive and went to work with it and everything. Um, but uh, this uh-huh. just caught my eye. Okay. I okay, maybe I'm the last one to hear about this, I don't know, because it is a celebrity, um, after Michael Douglas who granted I don't really know. Who <laughs> is. You don't know Michael have you Douglas? Heard this is? Story? I have. No. Okay. Um, he is you don't saying, watch No, I don't. Um the worst movie watcher ever. I get bored okay. and do other things. Um, exactly. He said that his throat cancer was caused by oral sex, not smoking and drinking. Right. What? Um, he actually came out and said, but he did say that, but we all know he did. But go ahead. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, basically, he was saying that that particular type of cancer is caused by HPV, which is human papillomavirus. By the way, ladies, there's a vaccination for that in case you're interested. Um, Another tip about that is um, guys can have it too, but it just doesn't really do much for us. So it's really, it just affects females. 
Right. Awesome. Being um, except it, it clearly gives you cancer. Apparently, if you ask Michael Douglas. <laughs> wow. um, oh, I didn't know that. Hmm. But, yeah. So. Be wary when I you mean, go down on your girlfriend or a girl, period. Because right? you can get cancer that way. <laughs> That's just. What? I don't understand. I Out of all, all the research that's being done, this, he was the one that discovered, oh, my gosh, HPV gives you throat cancer. First right? of all, I'll give you throat cancer. What are you doing? Because, you know, typically when you go down with somebody, you're using your mouth, not oh, your throat. Wait, wait, unless you're wait, doing wait. something. Yes, we're going. Unless you're doing some brand new stuff where you implement your throat. How does that happen? That's interesting. <laughs> Maybe he's gay. Maybe he's just in the closet, and he didn't want to admit it, and that's why he took it back. Cause he but it doesn't. It has to hit your mouth first before it gets to your throat, correct? But that doesn't mean anything. Maybe he just, like, swallowed afterwards. I don't know. Yeah. It's a lie. Interesting, but crazy. Like, dude, all right. We were born yesterday. We all know how this thing, this process goes. Oh, I got throat cancer because of this. You're the first and only person that got throat cancer for that. Right. Thank you. <laughs> While we're on odd sex-related stories, um, a woman in Delray Beach, Florida, was concealing uh, like painkiller pills in her chest. It calls it her chest pocket. Let's be honest. It's her freaking bra. And she just said when the cop was like, hey, what's that? She's like, oh, it's my nipple. Because that's believable when it's, like, on the top of right. you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the funny thing, the cop actually wrote in the report, he's like, I advised her I knew what a nipple looked like, and that wasn't a nipple. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um wow. but yeah, uh she wound up actually going ahead and pulling out a white round tablet and popping it in her mouth, basically taking it. Um she of course was taken to jail on charges of possession of a controlled substance without a prescription and tampering with or destroying evidence. Wow. Uh, she's only 21. <laughs> Ma'am, I know what a nipple looks like. <laughs> Ma'am, I know that is not your nipple. Good try, though. Good try. Where is this story? Well, well, All right. I have a story drug-related as well. Um, God. Drug God, smugglers um, took a giant squid and gave it wooden legs to smuggle drugs. Wait, say that one more time. That was a lot of random in one sentence. Giant squid, wooden right. legs, to smuggle drugs. Giant squid, one wooden leg, as in a pirate wooden leg? Yeah, wooden legs. And, and oh, no, no, no. They were just what? telling me, the story is talking about the different, they use giant squid, like they're trying to do every. Thing under the sun to try to get to traffic drugs from 
putting drugs in Bibles, putting them in giant squids, using wooden legs. Oh, God. Ridiculous. On another not drug-related note, a patient in Atlanta wound up taking his um, paramedics on a wild ride when he basically carjacked the ambulance. <laughs> it was yesterday. Um, yeah, the two fire paramedics found themselves trapped inside the stolen vehicle. Um, they didn't get hurt, but Basically, around 2 o'clock yesterday, the paramedics were in the back completing paperwork after having dropped off another patient at the hospital. Um, And then some patient went in, and so it was like a different one, um, went in and stole the ambulance with them inside. He looked through the little window, and he was like, be quiet and hold on, and he just took off. Uh, He only went a couple miles before running off the road knocking down a utility pole and winding up inside of a chiropractor's office. Wow. Yeah. So maybe his back just hurt. (laughs) Maybe. Wow. Mm -hmm. I guess health is a popular subject this this week because um, in Poinciana, Florida, of course, also Florida, Um, This one's two days ago. An elementary school teacher in Florida said she and her father were terminally ill. (laughs) You've heard this story. Her name's Ashley Barker. She was actually lying so that she could skip class. Um, Teachers do it, too. (laughs) What? I said teachers lied to get out of school, too. Right. Um, she basically kept up the story that she and her father were sick and dying for about a year before she finally admitted that she was lying. Um, yeah, there were over 120 letters in the course of a year saying she was either at a hospital or at the doctor's office. And that's oh, so she was overdoing it now. Oh, yeah. Um, so she's being fired for that, and of course she's fighting it. I don't know why. Clearly, she doesn't want to be there. Right. But, like, all right, bye, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, don't uh, overdo your I'm sick excuses. Right. Um, I have a very, very interesting uh, story. This one may top okay. it off, maybe. <laughs> a man in a long brown wig. I'll stop there. Let's do it. Just that in was caught on camera, or sorry, was allegedly caught on camera, smashing through an adult entertainment store, glass door, and grabbed a lingerie mannequin. And not only did he, after, after he grabbed the mannequin and, you know, hauled off with it, he returned to get the lingerie that went with the lingerie, that went with the mannequin. What? <laughs> you can't make this up. <laughs> oh, did, did um, I tell you his method of escape? No. Bicycle. 
what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yes, this happened. <laughs> Y'all, I don't uh, care how you are. Don't try to steal a mannequin and get away on your bicycle. It will not work. It will exactly. There's no way it works. And from the video uh, or from the picture, it looks like it's daylight outside. So it's not even it's not even at night, which is the worst part. It's like broad daylight. <sighs> what? Yep. Okay, yeah, that probably does take the cake. But I'm jealous of this kid in this next story. Um, a 10-year-old in Kansas City, Montana? Did not know there was a Kansas City, Montana. Yep. Um, in a hotel there. I'm so hating on this kid, too. It never happens to real right? people. He um, opened up a drawer in his hotel room and found 10 grand. Yep. And his parents were just like, hey, he's observant, he looks at stuff, and that's that. And um, so they called the cops. Well, <laughs> they said they needed to call the cops. And uh, they found two off-duty cops working at the hotel, which is kind of interesting. Um, right. And he's probably not going to... Keep, or he's not going to be able to keep the money because it's like a lost money thing. So the cops will take right. it and see, try to track down who they are, whose it is. So the kid's not too bummed because he's like, I didn't come there with ten grand and I didn't leave with ten grand, so it's a wash. But shoot, I'd be a little upset. I'd be like, I found five grand. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Way to be um. Way, way to be honest, kid. What do you think? Yeah, I guess lucky kid. It never happens. Um, a sweet story. Um, with all the crazy foolishness that's been going on, this one's actually um probably have all you ladies out there go. Anyway, um, pretty pretty uh, awesome move on this guy's uh effort. But anyway, um. An uh, inventor um, crafts a his enga- uh, his an engagement ring to give to his fiance, and the, it's not just any like good old engagement ring. It glows whenever he's near her. Or that was the idea. That's really cool. Yes, that is. Like, I'm pretty sure he got a lot of brownie points for that one. But um, it took them, you know, a while to create and get to work and everything. And um, once he got it working, he, um, the, the, the couple lives in San, San Francisco. And so he he was going to take her up to the hilltop and, you know, with the setting all perfect and everything, he was going to propose there, but the weather didn't allow for that to happen. So once they're inside a building, um, you know, he went and proposed to her and showed her how it worked. And, you know, she was taken back by it, and it broke the next day. But, you know, in the moment, it What? <laughs> that sucks. It broke the next day? Yeah. Oh, my it God. I would be day. so But it worked when it needed to work. <laughs> oh, so, man. Yeah. That's that sucks, awesome. though. 
No, I mean, as long as it works when he proposed and everything, he's just like, hey, let you know whenever I'm around, it glows, lights up, and all that. It's pretty awesome, even though it doesn't work anymore. But still, in the moment. A glowing engagement ring whenever he's near, I feel like that could ruin so much for you, you know? (laughs) Any time you try to surprise her, I'd be like, oh, I, I know you're near. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you can't really with it anyway. Yeah. But I don't, it, it, it's a thought that counts, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a sweet idea, but I'd rather, like, line up when you're thinking about me or something. Although that would get, get you in trouble, too. Cause you'd be like, you haven't thought about me at all today. <laughs> exactly. You see, this just goes to show you can never truly make a woman happy. <laughs> Give them the thoughtful, you put some time into it, and oh, yeah, females will always find a way to turn a man's best effort around on him. I mean, not always, but you know, usually. Usually. <laughs> usually, always. Well, since you uh, took it in a sappy direction. In, uh, well, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Uh, Abby Jacobson, who is 27, said she returned from a two-week trip in February to discover her mail included a faded letter. Um, she, you know, opened it up and everything, and it was actually from November 1944 from a Lieutenant Joseph Matthews, who was stationed in North Carolina, uh, to his wife. So it was a love letter from World War II that she found in her mail. Um, it uh, it arrived 68 years after it was mailed. So wow. I would say that's a comment to our U.S. Postal Service. But others would just be like, oh, so sweet. Yeah, um, talk about mail, mail. Isn't it cool, though, to read other people's mail? It is. It is a... Uh, you can get arrested and spend some time in jail for that. But I think that I would open it, too, if it said it was mailed 68 years before. I'd be like, somebody put this in my mailbox, you know? Right. Um, but, yeah, she said that the letter is so intimate. It's such a cool, rare thing. It must have really been an intense time for them. There were some romantic lines. So, um, you know, yeah, um... The cool thing is she and her friend set up a website called The Lost Letter Project. Feel free to look it up, Google it, whatever. Um, And it actually yielded results this past Wednesday when she was contacted by someone named Amala, I'm not going to try to pronounce the middle name, Matthews, who said she was the couple's second daughter. Um, And she wrote that this is amazing. The handwriting is unquestionably our father's and all the pieces make sense. The recipient of the letter, his first wife, has passed away. Unfortunately, Joe passed away in 1999. How freaking cool is that? So they're going to go um, go to New York and pass the letter on. That is pretty oh, yeah. cool. Nice little field trip. All right. Well, nice what? Um, I said a nice field trip. Okay? Yeah. Field trip. Yes. You mad because I said you were bringing up sappy stuff? Yeah, um, we'll have it again tonight. <laughs> yeah, um, in the next five minutes, good. 
<laughs> you, everybody gets one, so yeah. Um, Ew, but okay, I'll give it to you. <laughs> hush. Do you have a topic for next week? Mm, I can come up with one. Do you? Uh, I was about to come up with one. Um, I swear, if it has anything to do with food, I'm gonna hurt you. It is. Actually, it is. Um, no. We'll talk about next week on the on what race. We'll talk about and discuss uh, eating habits. Ones that no. work for you, oh. ones that haven't worked for you. Um, no. Vetoed by the host, the important one. No, we're not talking about food again. I'm sorry. Uh-uh. Not happening. Do you, do you have, um, do you have a, uh, a topic? Yes. I do. Let's talk about Muhammad. No, you just got to be called by Dex, so. No, Dex agrees. If you're listening, Dex is Rome's dog who likes to side with me. Kobe is saying no. Whatever you're about to come up with, no. Um, Next week, you're going to have to stay tuned to our social media, our website, and everything to find out what we're going to talk about, but I promise you it's not going to be food-related at all. It's going to be food-related. So get your topics ready, and feel free to post it. Again, the the website is whatraceoneword.wordpress.com. Dot com. And you can always also, you know, hit us up on our Facebook, Twitter, call in next time. Aha. I came up with an idea. Here's what we're going to talk about next week. I want to hear your cool family stories. Like, I'm talking, like, my brother, or not my brother, like, my great-great-grandfather was a Nazi that ran away and joined an African tribe or some random crazy stuff that, like, comes through the generations and probably got changed about four times. But I want to hear those stories. So we're going to talk about those. I've got a couple. I'm sure Rome has a couple. Um, Maybe. Share them with us. We'll be here same time, same place next week. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Again, yeah, check out the new page. Yep. Um, um, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, all that good fun stuff. We are out. Just before this honor, loyalty list. As I enter industry with thoughts so lucrative, I was self-destruct before I become captive. They wouldn't let me in, now I'ma take that initiative. To stand firm and make my own pivot. Yeah, I knew a few people with similar thoughts like these, and together we make the illustrious DVD. We'll fight until the end, giving up is not an option. Things will never be the same if you ain't with it. Get to walking Don't and I'm saying Keep it as a reminder, forever stay. Lord, never dishonor. Things didn't work, my spots out and they keep on falling. You're part of the solution and you're part of the problem. So we looking for something different cause we done heard the calling. Tell me it's not no longer can I stand anymore soul. And it's saying you possess the consciousness to open closed doors. Tell yourself it's no holding back. I'm going to stop.